Maddie, welcome Good back. Week. Thanks, bud. Good weekend. I mean, one good game, one game yep. that kind of went the way we thought it might go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was um, still both good games, depending on what your definition of good is. I think we both have some thoughts around how bad it's gotten with both the officials and then the reaction to the officials from fans. Yep. Which are sort of two different. Um, they're two different sort of like nodes for me. And I think we could touch on both of them, but yeah, it was a all in all good game. Like, you know, honestly, I think if we start at the top with the Eagle Niners game, that one didn't play out exactly as people had assumed it would big because well, of some injuries, but Josh yeah. Johnson played quarterback in the NFC championship. Games. I mean, he's been on, what is it now? 15, 15, now? Is it like, 20? I know it was like 15 no, I plus. I don't know if it's that. It's but... a lot. I, I saw into Wikipedia and I think it's in the, it's like 15 plus. He's been on like 15 teams. Brett Rippon beat him out for the Broncos. Uh, second oh quarter. man. I brought Just, it back there. Just... Well, the you know, Hey, the, the dedication and the discipline and the stick to itiveness to keep going. Once you've been beaten out by Brett Rippon is uh, on its own. Quite an accolade. I mean, we can probably get him on the show. Um, I would think he's available. Yeah, we can. He's not busy now. No, Um, no, I, you know, I, I thought a lot about the officials and um, putting it in context of like over the last 20 years or, you know, 25 years since I've been watching the NFL pretty religiously. um, What, what was your takeaway from both like the officiating and the fan reaction? Because that's kind of the big story. And I didn't even say this before we get into it. Uh, yeah. This this is just a quick 10 minute, 15 minute recap yep. of what yep. we saw on Sunday uh, championship game. Yeah. Well, it's fresh because we both know that by the time we get to tomorrow, it's long gone from these yep. decrepit frame brands um, <laughs> Woody Page is gonna come after us. yeah Woody we'll we'll get we'll sync up with Woody um so I've been on you know obviously same same deal I've been watching sports my whole life been playing sports my whole life and I've been on both sides of this as a fan and I think there's a lot of uh, angles to it um I think the officials need to do better I think you know the officials don't tend don't seem to communicate very well between themselves between the crew they don't communicate what they're doing and saying and hearing to the fans and i guess there's a conversation to be had there around how much do the fans need to know of how much of the sausage they need to see get made before they actually get the outcome yep the problem is for me is we have so much technology at our disposal now to make this more efficient it almost feels to me as though goodell and the nfl do not want it to be more efficient because the technology exists, right? Like we're still using chains instead of leveraging. Now I know the chips that exist yep. in the balls are not accurate enough right now, but the the uh, USFL is using them, and the the players were complaining the balls were too heavy because it adds like three grams or something to the ball. But the technology exists; it's not a far fetch to utilize it to, to like speed that part of the game up. But the reviews are brutal. Yeah, like most of these things can be like if we just if we decide that we're going to like so what does the NFL want? Do they want the theater? Which I tend to think they do. Do they want the theater? Yes. Do they want to create? It's like it's like the WWE at this point, or do they want to get it right? Because if they want to get it right, plays like Devonta Smith's catch in the first I think it was first quarter of that Eagles Philly game, quarter, and oh, it was a huge catch. It, it huge changed. catch changed the game, yep. um, and it wasn't a catch. And so why don't so do we want to just like have reviews? I think the optimal solution is how the NHL has it set up. You've got yep. a crew up in Toronto and they say the NBA has one in New York and they right. watch all the games. 
what are these NFL officials looking at on little iPads on the field to see anything? Like, what's the point of that? When I see them go it's, over and they're it's looking a at surface that, pad, which is yeah. worse. <laughs> what are we getting from that? Like, if that's what you're going to do, then just skip it and let somebody else make the call and send it down to you. And they did it a few times in that game. So for me, I think we could do better. I don't think the NFL really cares about doing better, but I do think that the other side of this is there's human error involved. Like officials aren't perfect. There's never been a game that I've watched where I'm like, officials did a great job today. It's an impossible gig, especially in other sports. So it's really, really tough, but let's take some of the things that they frequently get wrong off their plate and let them just focus on the game. I have one other um, auxiliary gripe too. College does this. Before you get there. Yeah, go ahead. Hang on. Um, One thing that I was thinking too is like all these officials are not traveling and not working. They're, they're all brand new teams, right? So you don't have the trust built in with the rest of your team. And, you know, the umpire doesn't know the referee and the back judge or the line judge. So I didn't know that they don't travel as a crew. Well, not in the playoffs. For the playoffs. They don't. Yeah. You're the playoffs. So I think that factors into it. Yeah. you know, and also like I know the Kansas City, like the the big thing is like that whistle, right? And who, <laughs> no one could hear anything. Um, no, so I I understand that to a degree. Um, but anyway, go on. You you had well, no, the, you nailed it, right? There's that's all human. There's hum- so do we care right. about leaving human error in the game and making it for the theater of the NFL, or do we want these calls to be made correctly so that these games are I honestly don't know. I I truly think the NFL might be okay with it. Otherwise, they would have made some of these changes already. Having a bunch of boomers move chains around the side (laughs) of a football field to decide first downs and spots is insane. It's absolutely insane. Weren't they? Weren't they like not full time employees too? Like probably not. They're all on AARP. Like there's no way any of these guys like. They're dinosaurs. So, like, if that's what you're going to do, like, they got the chains tangled up twice in the last two weeks and had to stop the game. Yeah. Preposterous. Greg Olson was so proud of. (laughs) Yeah. A multi-billion dollar league, and we got old dudes moving chains around. Like, give me a break. So We need chat GBT. We do. We do. Just automate the whole thing. It's just there's so many, like, there are so there are a, a, a good amount, I'll say for sure, of process improvements that we could use to optimize how these games are officiated so that we don't hear. I don't want to be talking about the officials at the end of a game. Right. I don't want them to be a part of it. Like, you know, the other angle is like the ticky tack, like, you know, holding defensive holding or, you know, these types every of things. Play. Every play, honestly, like they can't call them all. So like, right. You know, flip a coin. If it's egregious, call it, you know, come to some sort of conclusion there. Yeah. I think um, I was going to say this, the, the college game does this already. And the NFL needs to adopt it. Pass interference needs to be 15 yards in a first down. We can't be giving teams 70, 60 down yards to yard line and, down to the one yard line because yep. half of those balls are underthrown where the receiver has to come back and the They're defender has no. Yeah. They're so for the, you know, it's, it's five yards for defensive holding in a first it's 15 yep. for pass interference. Like that's, I think that change is one that we'd be best served to make because those it just, yeah, it they may, tried it takes to, it. you know, two years ago, like review pass interference calls yeah. after the Saints Rams disaster. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. so, but yeah, I don't no, know. I think it's time to make a change. So, anyway, I mean, you know, officials, et cetera. I think everyone in New England um, has yeah. this kind of like, the, here's my hot take 
Yeah, take me. It's just kind of like they don't want Mahomes to be good or to have him win a championship because I think there's like they need to hold on to this Brady Binky. And he's the best. And and Mahomes like kind of went to another level. It, It was kind of the Jordan flu game for someone that like myself should hate Mahomes. I Mm-hmm. Yeah, two times a year, same division. I should yeah. absolutely be like rooting against Mahomes, but it's kind of hard to. Um, other than I mean, wife and brother. Oh, they're brutal. I mean, you know me. I'm 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 not I'm like water. a a yeah. I'm water with this thing. I'm not a rabid sports fan. I don't lose my mind either way. But I like I told you this morning. Um, I think for me anyway, and I can't speak for the rest of the meatheads who live in the area that are Pats fans. <laughs> But like th- for me, once you've beaten someone, then it doesn't matter. Like, you know, if there's a like when Peyton and, and Brady used to go at each other and then Brady and yeah, Mahomes yeah. had a few battles. Once you've like vanquished that foe and beaten them at least once or maybe twice. At that point, I'm just looking for good football. Like to me, right. the Patriots aren't in the mix. They're not anywhere in the mix right now. They're so far off. Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. He's fun to watch. Like that's kind of as far as it goes for me. I don't get to the point. Like I definitely got to a point with Peyton back in the day where I was like of hating course. on him, but that was a true rivalry. Like they played each other so many right. times. So I don't know for me personally, I don't know where it depends. Like I don't listen to the sports talk radio anymore. Oh no, no, no. It, 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 and I, I hate listening to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if that's what they're talking about. Like are people in, in new England, like fired up about Mahomes winning something I think, or I think a little bit, I think there's yeah. just like this underlying disdain for him. And yeah. You know, he's that's done- just a disdain for excellence and, and jealousy. But it's like, right, again, right. like I always and- tell you, Patriots fans shouldn't be complaining about anything ever. We had 20 years of sustained dominance. It'll never happen again. We are so spoiled. Like everything is house money from here on out until we die. I I agree. Everyone should be very satisfied in New Yes. <laughs> yes. There's banners and titles everywhere. How much more like so greedy? How much more could you possibly I would love want? to have gone to a have the Broncos have gone to a playoff game in the last right? seven years. I was I mean, saying I was saying to I don't know who I was talking to yesterday, but I was like, it's a weird we- uh, um championship weekend is one that I usually used to build my schedule around. I'd go to the game. Yeah. Every year. It was like, it became a thing where I was like, all right, well, we'll see you in a few weeks. It's like, they yeah. always were there. And so like, if you ever experienced that, if you get to that point and you're still complaining, insane. Like, you're insane. Yeah. Um. So Eagles like dominance and, and all mm-hmm. I can think of is they are, they are about 17 steps faster than mm-hmm. everyone else. Like, yeah. And I don't think that changes in the Super Bowl. Like I was watching the Bengals and the Chiefs, like who's going to win this game? Who's going to pull no. it out? And the way the Eagles are, no pun intended, but a lot of pun intended, flying around mm, um, yeah. mm. field, like it, they just look like Alabama playing Texas Tech. Um, it, it, it's a different level right now. Yeah, they, they don't have a weakness quite literally yeah. do not have a single weakness. They're getting high level quarterback play. They've got multiple weapons in the, on the offense. They've got playmakers in the defense. They've got good coaching in terms of each of the position coaches. Plus the head coach has a really good feel for the game. And, and you know, they're just top to bottom. They're loaded. You can't bet against Mahomes. Just it's a tough right. bet to make because you never know. And the chief's defense has actually been playing pretty well. Yeah. Um, Chris Jones is a superstar. 
Chris Jones is great. The defensive backfield stepping up a little bit. Um, yep. They get they get pressure. They got a couple of really nice linebackers. So like this is going to be a good Super Bowl. I'm a fan of this Super Bowl. I think it'll be fun. Like I wanted nothing to do with the Niners being there. The Niners now are in a precarious position, which is also yeah. a pro. So they got two quarterbacks right going into the training camp. They don't need to add one. They don't need to go out and get a retread and add it to the team. Like they'll be fine with what they've got, and they prove prove that. Purdy getting hurt and not playing throws a wrench in there now, though, because now they have to go into training camp and let those two battle. If yep. Purdy had fallen on his face completely in this game, which is what would have happened if he played, honestly, right. he was going to get run over. Then it would have let the doubt creep in. And then all off season, they would have started to waver. Now they're going to have to go into training camp with those two guys competing and it might work out well for them, but it's going to be a little bit of a mess. So that was kind of like the Niners lost twice to me. They lost the game and they lost the ability to have like a definitive stance on who the quarterback should be going into next year. So this podcast is going for full circle here. I love um, that. We're going to bring up Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> our lord and savior our creator yeah. <laughs> um what if he ends up getting traded right like so he's in his third year and he'll have his fifth year option so you get him for next if, year like if going picked up season. if picked up that's an expensive option for a guy who hasn't thrown a football in what feels like five years exactly um but do the niners kind of recoup some of what they spent mm-hmm. so it's not as an expensive trade Resign Jimmy G. Or a quarterback that is recently divorced. Mm, Yes. Yeah. That is the fun rumor, right? He's, I saw him on. It makes a lot of sense. And let Purdy just sit back for a year. Like you got rushed into this. You, you were accelerated, but sit back for a year. And then Tom comes into this. And you've got your you've got your finger on these types of things. Can you tell me what is the Jim Gray Tom Brady connection? How did that begin? It's such a bizarre. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. If, <laughs> I I really don't know. I don't know. All right, because he's Jim on Gray that podcast like, every week, just giving him like nuggets, gems. If Tom wanted <laughs> to do a decision. Yeah, it would be Jim like, Gray. Huh? Like, oh, this couldn't have gone worse. Yeah, <laughs> with LeBron, let's do it again. Let's roll. I back. would, I you know. Do it. Better. I would call if, if if there was an opportunity to bet on who would be the other side of the of the chair from Brady in a decision. And if Jim Gray was one of the options, I would call Drew and I would tell him to take the entire portfolio and throw <laughs> it on Jimmy Gray. But he said, like, I haven't decided. He's doing that cranky thing. I haven't decided. I don't know. When you know, I'll know. I think like what is Tampa doing about their coaching situation? That's going to be a big deal that that's going to dictate whatever, not to make it, we'll have plenty of time to talk about Brady, but I think the Niners going back to your point about Lance Shanahan has, is willing to admit defeat. I mean, he's drafted a lot of guys that he just quite literally hasn't played. So there's an opportunity there for people who, whether you think Justin Fields is or is not on the block, Oh, there's an opportunity there for some teams who don't want to pay the Justin Fields price to get Lance. And you've they're they're not all that different. They're just not. I know Lance hasn't played and we have to see more from him. Right. Fields has done it and, you know, et cetera. But like if you're a team that prides yourself on being able to coach quarterbacks up, you're working with the same. Right. Basically the same baseline. So if you want a discounted Fields, if Fields is even available, I don't know what the Bears are doing. It looks like they're currently overpricing that first pick. and. If they stay there. And they have to. You got to, right? And we'll see what happens. There's plenty of time. 
Yeah, deadline spur action, right? So there's plenty of time. But if uh, if they stay there and they draft Carter at, at the one, oh man, it's going to be a nightmare. Just a, <laughs> a total disaster. But yeah, I think the Niners have um, luckily everything else figured out but this, even though it is the most important position. So I think they can hyper-focus on that spot and just see what they end up with. The, the thing I woke up this morning thinking like... <laughs> It was my first thought in the morning. Yeah, you got yeah. Wow. Right, this right. AFC is going to be fantastic in the conference championships every year with Burrow, Mahomes, Allen mm-hmm. for the next like ten years. So yeah, Mac, you forgot Mac. Uh, I, and, I Ru- and Russ and Russ. Yeah. I, well, I mean, he sneaks in one or two. Of course. Um, <laughs> but no, in all honesty, like th- this was a fun weekend. Like it's been a fun season. What's your overall take like what do you think do you just think the eagles are gonna roll uh it's scary again because of Mahomes, but i think like all things considered we're fame everything is checking the right boxes for the eagles i don't think they'll end up like blowing the chiefs out but i do think that they're going to be you know they opened up as three-point dogs and then just overnight i think they've gone all the way to three-point faves the public is just like bet pretty hard. So I don't know where that'll land. I think it's a one score game. I think it'll be a fun game to watch. I think it'll be a high level of play, which is nice. We don't have any, any duds in there. Like it should be a fun Super Bowl to watch for, for someone who's not a fan of either team. Um, but my big takeaway is the AFC in general is in just much better shape than the NFC right now. There's the Eagles are going to be good for a you know, windows in the NFL are fleeting, right? I think they're going to be good for at least another two years. They're set up so well. They've got quarterback on a rookie deal and he was a second round pick. So he doesn't have the fifth year option, which makes it a little stickier, but you know, you've got all the pieces in place. They got a top 10 pick. They can just go best available or they can, they can just pile up more picks. Like they're in good shape, but that's it. The center from Nebraska last year, who is like built to, you know, step in for Kelsey when Kelsey's gone. Mm -hmm. Um, I watched yep. some some of like the I don't know it was like the mic'd up session basically for the NFL and yep. it was the coin toss with the Eagles and the Giants and Kelsey was just ripping into Dexter Lawrence like yes hey, yep. I'm gonna block him all day and then Hassan Reddick went off and he's like hey you gotta block this guy just shut up yeah yeah <laughs> but so I, I think the eagles just are playing with supreme confidence like you, yep. you kind of know when a team is yeah they know they, they have it they, they have are it. gonna win um without like not turning over every stone like they're I, gonna and i've yeah i've seen teams set up i've seen patriots teams that looked like they were pretty well set up to win but then kind of sort of crumbled a little bit like the chiefs have on their way and yep. then they lose, they lose, you lose that game. So I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be fun, but I definitely think the Eagles are a smarter bet for sure. I agree. Um, I also will never bet against Mahomes. Um, no, I'm not. It's, but that's no place to be. That's not, that's a losing proposition more often than not. Well, everyone, thank you. Uh, we just wanted to give you rapid reactions um, and, uh, and make sure that, Woody Page um, comments and uh, and Jim Gray um, <laughs> declines our podcast request or not. But, hey, we bring we get Jim Gray. Maybe we get Brady accidentally. He, like the schedules overlap. <laughs> he thinks it's a one on one. Gray shows up. He's not sure what's happening. Brady, what happens if we just pop up in the palm ca- the Tomcast here and if that's like the new thing? <laughs> it, it might be the new platform. 
Yeah. But, yeah. Hey, we're, we're, we're ready for anything that comes our way and we will uh, fail it predictably well. Lots of fun stuff coming up this week, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks, buddy. Thank you.